Welcome to the old bastard martini lunch. This is a show about advertising and design creatives with an audience of one, me. I'm Peter Morse. This is my show. Welcome anyone whose name is not Ryan Holt. Well, he's welcome as well. Uh, Typically this show is just uh, uh, Ryan and me sitting down with some cocktails and talking with somebody in the ad industry or the creative industry that, that we know and we like and respect. But in this case, it's just Ryan and me again. We are doing a little bit of catching up. We've got a few shows under our belt and wanted to talk a little bit about what the show has accomplished so far. And uh, probably not a whole lot, but certainly the things that he's enjoyed and what I've taken from it as well. Uh, A little bit of discussion about uh, being available for opportunities. I think it's probably the best way to phrase that. So join us at our booth at the back as we share our drinks and our stories. The delicious sidecar again, by the way. All right. All right. So um, sidecar part two. Sidecar part two. This would be the... uh, Again, like both both of you and I are huge fans of this cocktail. I, uh, it's hard to beat. It's a uh, plus with the sugar rim. Mm-hmm. Like, like even when the drink's gone, you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna lick the rim now. Yeah. Like a like a cat. It's good. Well, we're kind of mixing it up a little bit tonight. So, and that being, I guess uh, a celebration of ten episodes. How about ten that? episodes? Hey, okay. we've been stuck a, with it. Been a couple of months now. Fairly consistently. I mean, we've. We meet, we do this, we get it done. Yeah. Like, we haven't really wavered. I, I missed one episode, and apparently I am replaceable. I'm just mm. a little hurt, but I'm, mm. I, I like Peter. He's a good dude. So. Mm-hmm. And at least you still had military representing. We did. We did. Brandon Miller. Um, oh, that is, that, I'm, I'm sad I missed that. Mm. So what have you, uh, what's your experience so far? What have you learned from this little adventure so far? I have been taken aback by just how many phenomenal people we have in our uh, our small community. Dude, we're just getting our... started, too. There's a oh, lot man. of people. Oh, and, and people that I'm looking forward to talking to. And, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I, I know we started pretty Swanson-Russell heavy mm-hmm. to get started, and I think that was just because we knew we could count on, on uh, Swanson-Russell to deliver every time that's right that's a shameless plug but yeah um i mean we're really tight with those guys so we we know we can get them in here and And most recently just kind of coming off of me coming off of there as well like you know there's folks that we've worked with there as well so uh, they're my most recent co-workers so that kind of lends it and there's a broad level of experience you have people that have been there forever people that have just gotten there people that have come back to there um, young people, old, older people. So I mean, there's there's a lot to pull from there, and I um, I think there's still some great stories to come from from people there, and I'm I'm looking forward to bringing those in. But I mean, we've reached out to some other people we know within our community. I mean, John Hayden is a huge like like bringing him in and getting him to talk on a real level about his company and what you know his experiences. Like 
I mean, I've never known him professionally. I've only known him on a pretty casual basis being his bartender. Uh, and he's always got great, great taste in, in booze. So it's, it's only a given he's got a great taste in, uh, in marketing and advertising and creative. And I mean, his wife's great, so he's obviously got great taste in ladies as well. So, oh, well, there you go. Uh, so I mean, they're, they're great people. It was fun to get to know him a little more professionally than, than not. And, uh, Ed, I mean, Ed, I've never worked with Ed. I've known, like, Ed was leaving the place I was coming to work to before I got there. Um, obviously knew of me, got to know him very, pretty well through you and Randall and some other people that, that I've worked with. I mean, even even you and I have never, never worked together until you came to Swanson. and We never worked we, together there. Yeah, we never worked together. <laughs> but, like, we, I mean, we, we've been... I mean, under the same roof. Well, there was a Briggs and Stratton project where yeah, you came right. in and you're like, this is stupid. You guys suck. <laughs> Let me fix this for you guys because you're really fucking it up right now. <laughs> hey, that project turned out great. <laughs> it did. I'm not denying that. I took credit for it, by the way. No, that's so. fine. You should have. <laughs> hey, thanks. <laughs> it was my swan song. I, I, I walked. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I left on. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, that pause there was us taking a sip of yeah. our sidecar because we can't help it. Um, but no, I, I mean, there's so many people in this, like I that I have in this community that I have found to be friends that I've never even worked. With. Like I've never worked with Brandon Miller, but him and I have known each other long, long enough, had some great conversations. We know enough about each other's past, but we've never worked together. Right. You and I have become great friends because I used to think you were a bum that was there to shake Randall up for money. Yeah, yeah. And I would let that you That didn't work out too well for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying for that. Uh, ben Swift. Yeah. I was organizing an art show that you that you were a part of and then later became a bigger part of. And I was just walking around first Fridays once and I was like, and I guess we haven't had Ben on the show yet, but in our industry, he's, he's been around quite a while. Yeah. But, uh, I saw his stuff when I was like, I'm going to grab this guy's card. And then I hit him up to be in our show and him and I be, have become great friends. Um, I mean, Ed, I mean, even Ed, like same art shows, Ed, like, like I may have had a bad taste in my mouth for probably longer than I should have because I'm kind of a bastard that way. And like, Ed's a phenomenal dude. Love it. Yeah. Um, but it, it took really getting to know him to know that, hey, Brian, you're, you're being shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think. I don't think it it needs to take a long time for you to realize that you're a shithead. No, I mean, I wake up and I go, yeah. yep, still shithead. Yeah. <laughs> I should probably put it on the calendar or maybe just text you. Yeah, uh, hey, reminder. Still a shithead. Yeah. You're still, still a shithead, right? I think, I think my wife put that as a reminder in my hmm. phone. So, it's been a good experience. Yeah, I mean, for you, whenever, what, what have you taken from this? Um, It's been good in that I'm still, because I'm freelancing now, you have pretty I've got pretty limited access to people so this keeps me engaged with what people are doing around town and still because I've worked in a lot of different places and had a pretty solid network of people that I know so it's fun to go back to those people and just meet again and just sit down here and have a couple drinks and talk a while so it keeps me connected I, I will say I'm glad we've we've gotten this far, and I'm actually again very impressed with us 
just the fact that we've been able to keep this up. Our wives haven't told us we're being stupid and stop yet. Although every time I tell my wife I'm going to go to the podcast, like she, I feel like she's like, "Go oh, fuck yourself, dude." That's like, you're, still you're happening. You're just drinking. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but she listens. She listens okay. to podcasts, and so like she knows that this is a legit, entertaining, and like thing. And and I hope it's entertaining for everybody. And but just from having like an ear out there and working at, at Swanson, um, I, I know the people that work at Swanson that are listening, they really enjoy the show. They're finding out things about people they work with or people they know or heard of. I mean, myself included, they, things that they didn't know about them gives them a broader perspective on, on insight that those people provide. And I think that's, for me, part of the point of this is young creatives can only learn from the stories of older creatives because we aren't telling you to move things to the left or the right or maybe start the fuck over because we're being assholes. Right. But maybe because we, we've got an idea of what, what's right and wrong. That was one of the things I used to talk about. Um, one of my talking points was old ad guys are more interesting. I don't remember how I phrased it. Something along those lines. And I kind of framed it up as... You're going to have people that you know at your agency that are younger and they're going to be a lot of fun to hang out with and go drink beer with and that sort of thing. But the flip side of that is if you can get a relationship with some of the older guys, that's way better because they have great stories and um, and it's a business of egocentrics. So. All you got to do is engage them in that regard. Like, tell me some stories. Yeah. And they're going to buy you really good drinks. <laughs> <laughs> like, they've got more money to spend, and they have a taste for better drinks as well. So you can have cheap beer with the people you like to hang out with, or you can get a relationship with somebody that's going to give you some insights, interesting stories, and buy you some get really drunk. expensive <laughs> drinks. So I was always a big fan of the older ad guys. I, I will say, from being kind of a mid-level, age-wise mid-level, <laughs> there's something to learn from the young folks. They just don't know they're teaching you something when you learn it. Yeah. Because we're smart enough to go in our heads, oh shit, that's how you do, you little fuck. No. And then, and then, or it's like, and then you put it a steal. And then you put it in your back pocket. Yeah. And you walk away and you go, eh? They don't know that well, they yeah, just yeah. taught me something. Whatever. But I'm just impressed that. Even like, as 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 much as people don't really want to be in a room with me that often at work, like I'm still, they still reach out to me to help them if they're stuck on something. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, okay, if you think I can help you, but I'm not really good at this anymore. I'm just pretending at this point. <laughs> oh, so you're suffering from imposter syndrome yeah. right now. Well, I mean, with and. Having moved heavily into the art director status as of the last year, year and a half, like, I don't know the last time I actually designed something. And it, and it, it's breaking my heart a little bit because I'm like, God damn it, like, I would have to design for six months daily to get sharp at it again. Like, to get fast and snappy and like, and not just like, like, I could execute something that's templated or that, that I've done a thousand times. I could do that very quickly. Right. But to come up with something new and to be snappy and fast at something new, 
man, I'd have to, I gotta get home my skills again to do that. And, and it breaks my heart that I'm at that point. I don't know. But I, I really am. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna, if it would be a situation that would, would take that long or, um, you just gotta work with good people because I know I developed a lot of those skills with Ed and, and we talked a lot of shit on him when he was here, but, you know, he came to the table with, even though he said he didn't know anything and was just sort of raw talent, he knew. And it's the sort of thing where you're going to work with some people that have a real just intrinsic knowledge of what works and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. And he didn't realize that. And so working with him where we would say, oh, you know, let's work on this. Let's work on this some more. Just that back and forth. You're going to create something even better than what you or him, you know, whatever would come up on their own. So same thing with you. You've got that intrinsic knowledge of what's good and what's bad. It's not going to take a lot of time to, you know, if you're put in that same position. Yeah. I, it, I mean, it's just, ultimately, it's just the, the the mental change. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm... I'm it's I, hard to shift those gears because yeah. right now you're looking at budgets and you're looking at resourcing and you're looking timelines and yeah. planning and yeah. it's like oh this is this hurts so much more than just clicking the damn mouse <laughs> right or yeah just sitting down and doing it designing something throwing it away designing something throwing it away or not throwing it away but starting over starting over and yeah you kind of start from a different perspective and then come up with something awesome because you try so many different approaches. and there's something beautiful about you know if you're if you're in indesign and you've got 13 pages of variations and you know only two of those are going to live but then keeping all 13 pages for something you can revisit on something completely different down the road and going hey there's something going on here if it's if it's all different content maybe this is something that works great i had a colleague years ago that i was talking with and he was concerned that i'm going to run out of ideas like because He's this sort of creative dynamo that's just generating stuff constantly. Constantly. And he was concerned that eventually I'm going to hit the end and I'm not going to be able to keep doing this. And I don't believe that in just talking with him as well, just because you're going to morph, you're going to change. Technology changes. Those industries you're working in change. Everything changes. So even if you feel like you're running out of ideas. What you said, you've explored maybe an option already. Maybe you can apply that to a new industry and it becomes a new approach, you know? So nothing's wasted. There's always that chance to come back to that, try something else. I can't honestly say I've ever gone back to something and recycled it, but that doesn't mean that it hasn't influenced something I've done moving ahead. Yeah. So it's always there and don't get me wrong, I've got a shit ton of files I've saved from projects years and yeah. years and years because there's something interesting and unique about that. It's like that's really cool. I've never gone back to it, but that doesn't mean it hasn't influenced something oh, yeah. moving ahead. I mean one of the things that I do and I mean everybody's got like someone's desktop or their documents folder on their computer is, is like a thumbprint, right? Everybody's got their own. Like it's different for everybody. One of one of the things that I've done through the years, no matter where I've been or what I'm doing, is I keep two folders on in on my desktop. One is um, 
projects worth keeping for my portfolio. So things that you're like, fuck yeah, that's a portfolio piece. You throw a PDF to the working files in that document so that you don't have to go searching for them in there. Yeah, when you get fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a man planning your head there. Yeah. I like that. Well, but yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm also... so I'm, I'm on the horizon. Two things... One, one thing I learned from, from Randall Myers, and, I, and this doesn't go against any business you're working for, is yeah. as a creative, as a human being, as a person with a family, and even yourself to take care of, yeah. you should never turn down a conversation. I mean, and, and I live by this, and, I, and like, I may never leave Swanson Russell, but I will take any conversation that has been approached to me, because it's, it's worth it to yourself to know what else is out there. And if, yeah. you're, and if you're scared, of what else is out there or whatever or like if you think that oh it's just the everybody thinks the grass is green on this like well, isn't don't you owe it to yourself to find that out for yourself like yeah. you you have to you have to at least have a conversation and not be afraid of that conversation and and you can always say no yeah you and and that's the best part is yeah. you're in control at that point yeah <laughs> so like i i don't say no to the conversation yeah if someone if someone's interested in talking to me yeah sure and if it comes down to like, oh, I'm sorry, we're just going to explore another path. Like, can I, I can always feel good about that going, well, I'm not the one that approached you. Right. So like, you don't want to go. You, Why you don't you send some of those calls my way? <laughs> <laughs> I want to have some of those yeah. conversations. No, Fair enough. Uh, and, but that ties into another talking point I've had for a lot of things, which is um, whenever you're presented with an opportunity, say yes. I'm, I'm not saying like a job. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, if something pops up and somebody says, hey, can you do this? Say yes. Yeah. And... See, even if you can't, you figure it out. You'll learn. You'll learn a lot about yourself. And if you fail, oh, trust me, I've failed a lot in those <laughs> situations. But I've learned a lot about myself and about the business. So anytime you're given that opportunity, you say yes. Yeah. And, but if you're, if it's like an opportunity in you know, disguised as a project, don't say yes, say no. (laughs) (laughs) I want to give you this work, but if it's something outside your comfort zone or it's, uh, uh, as long as you're getting paid for it. Yeah. I once did. I don't, I, I can honestly say I've never gone back to those ideas and used them. Oh really? But I guarantee I've still got like, (laughs) I'm like you, I've got folders of that stuff. I made t-shirts, like personal t-shirts out of some of those designs and things. I'd say if it's illustrations, I'm recycling in in that that boring (laughs) thing that I'm doing. So, it's showing up somewhere. Yeah, I mean it is. Sometimes, sometimes those killed ideas, especially illustration wise, like, for you I've noticed, they they spark a whole other side project that you'll, you'll chase it'll grow into this um, podcast (laughs) I'd say if I I'll trace one idea um, an illustration I'm going to try to see if I can figure out where it started but uh, they had that art the the art show at October Press oh yeah yeah. so yeah Yeah, your uh, your the beer labels. The Your monster labels. Yeah, I'm trying to think if, if there was an incarnation. Yes, okay. There was an incarnation before that. I'll step it back one more. So doing toy designs for Toy 2R. Yep. Um, there Which we was, both were doing. We're trying for a while. Yeah. I had one that was a skull thing based on something else. 
that wasn't used. So recycled that, used it in the Hoptober press. That inspired like a couple of different other monsters. Okay, cool. From that, I flipped that and made a series of 26 buttons. Well, then you did Ghost Hug. Yay. And that's another one. Then from that, I flipped that. And so I did stickers with that, flipped it again, got recycled for... I'm trying to think. I know it's it's made an appearance on something else. And I flipped it. Well, it, there's, the next flip is going to be on like that new issue of Boring. So even though be, even though it was something that was used in, or was not used, it's kind of been recycled several times now because I, I'm going to, I'll say that part of this comes back from my research of people that are successful in street art have a style or something that they are able to recycle. I say recycle, but they're able to repurpose and redo. They're able to reproduce this thing in various iterations. I would say an infinite amount of iterations. So they're able to do this. So for me, I thought I got to figure out a way to do that because I'm building everything from the ground up constantly. So I got to figure out how to recycle things and, and make these things work in various other things and hopefully make me money. That hasn't <laughs> that hasn't worked out, but I'm certainly using a lot of things in a lot of different ways. You make some great stuff. Yeah. So I, one of one of my favorite things you've ever done. I mean, and that's you were doing it when we first met. Is the the whole tasty treat stuff, and I like that's. I knew those before I knew you, and I was just like, you're goddamn right. Because you wouldn't just do the toys, you would do the packaging. That's because I wasn't very good at the toys. (laughs) (laughs) I disagree. That's why I had to do the packaging. I I had to do like one up. I was like, (laughs) I had to go to my wheelhouse. So I can do some things, Uh, the newsflash, I'm I'm good at a lot of things. I'm not great at anything. <laughs> so that's that's where that comes from. Uh, well, you did those ta- the tasty treats, man. I don't, I, I don't see any designer I work with now that doesn't look at those and go, "That's just brilliant." So, and brilliant idea. Oh well, thanks. I'm not very good about accepting compliments, but I'll certainly accept that. So, I'm gonna end this with. Uh, uh, We'll come back in here, some new folks. Yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. We'll just keep recording more episodes. So as long as these bastards keep showing up, we we'll keep doing this. Cool. We got plenty of booze. So any of you bastards interested, you know, don't be shy. Let Ryan or me know. All right. Sounds like Mr. Holt is all caught up. And now we're ready to take on a slew of new guests. If you'd like to know a little bit about what Ryan Holt is up to, you can follow him on Twitter at rholt or Instagram at lightningholt. Thanks again. Next week, we're back on schedule with more new guests. Uh, If you like the show, subscribe on iTunes, rate the show, write a review. uh, Let us know what you think. You can interact with the show on Twitter at Bastard Martini or visit the website for show notes and recipes. It's oldbastardmartinilunch.com. In the meantime, enjoy another martini. I know I will because I suck at making sidecars.